I'm Jacob. I'm David. We're brothers. And we love Disney. This is Kingdom to Kingdom, the podcast all about the latest Disney parks, new rumors, news, and oof, wow, that I I uh, had some trouble there. Uh, from the top, whole thing. Ready? Okay. I'm Jacob. I'm David. We're brothers. And we love Disney. This is Kingdom to Kingdom, the podcast about all of your latest Disney parks, news, and rumors, and our wild tangents. Off the rails. Yeah. Hopefully not all the news and rumors, because some of them are boring. Yeah. Kingdom- oh, they're going to be a different flavor of pretzel. Like, I don't care. Um, uh, I don't get to eat it. I don't know. I, I'm you, not going to talk about you it. You in the past have seemed to care quite a bit about pretzel flavors specifically. That's true. I, I shouldn't have. Um, see, that's the problem. I was trying to search bad... my brain for something that I don't care about, and I've just dumped anything that I don't care about out of my brain. So the only thing that's left in there are pretzel flavors. Which is that's, something you care about Which is a something lot. that I, I care about a great deal. So, uh, right. you know, this right. th- that was some, just some bad improv. Yeah. That's uh, what happened there. Anyway, welcome welcome back to another episode of Kingdom to Kingdom Season 2, Off the Rails. That's our tagline. I love it. Um, uh, that was I th- news to me. I'm going to give credit to that tagline to uh, to a third party. And I'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, they'll know. Um, anyway, let's jump into some news. Uh, wait, I didn't even ask how you were doing. I got so caught up in your pretzel flavors. You did. Uh, how are you doing, David? I'm doing great. I've been, uh, I'm ashamed to admit this. Yeah. But I have been keeping my Disney connection alive through the Disney Sum Sum app. Wow. On my phone. Wait, hold on. What? What is this? Yeah. So, you know, the, you know, Disney Sum Sums, they're the little cute, right? I know uh, what they stuffed are. animal things, right? There's uh, an app? They, they sell in all the parks. So, there is, uh, this has existed for several years now. There is a game. That mm-hmm. is just Disney Sum Sums, and you collect the Disney Sum Sums, and you play the little game with them. On your app. You can collect them on the app. And yeah, and you level them up, this and they have, great. they have different powers, uh, and it's it's a great time, and I love it. Uh, the, the reason this happened was I was watching mm-hmm. the Nintendo Direct this last week, um, where Nintendo right. announced a bunch of their new games, and coming down the pipe for them is a new disney sum sum game for the nintendo switch wow it's like oh, a, so it's they're, like a, they're expanding this they're app. expanding the brand yeah so it's like a party game like mario party which okay. everybody loves everybody loves mario party but featuring sum sums yeah and they said oh hey it's also gonna have the phone game stuff in it and i was like hold the phone this looks hella cute uh-huh. what's the phone game right and so i downloaded it and i've been playing it nonstop. i'm gonna have to look into this this sounds great yeah had no idea Disney well, Sum Sum. You, you know, I asked you how you were doing, and I got a bit of Disney news out of it. It that's was a right. trick. Disney, it's, that's, I am, uh, I'm like the devil. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, okay. I always, always got like some uh, ulterior motives. And like, it's uh, Disney news. You're going to think you're going to get what you want, but I'm going to give you what I want. Which is Disney news. I, I guess so. Yeah. Well, um, great. Sounds great. Let's, uh, let's jump into it. Let's dive. Let's dive into the pool of Disney news. And what a pool it is! What a pool it is! Uh, freshly chlorinated. Um, I don't know what that meant. Read into it, whatever you'd like. Uh, let's start off. With... You know what? <laughs> yes, I have heard. You go look this up. The chlorinated smell. Do you know this? No, I have no idea. If you smell heavy chlorine, 
mm-hmm. that is actually the chemicals in the pool mixing with the chemicals in urine mm-hmm. to create that smell. So if it smells heavy chemicals, mm. that is because somebody has peed in that a lot. Um, huh. Well then. Yeah, so when you go to a hotel pool and you're like, oh my God, it smells so chlorine in here. Well, that's because there's just been people peeing in that pool. Oh, that, so that's not a smell that I should I should be like, ooh, mm, fresh and clean. Absolutely not. I should be like, mm, other people's urine. Yes. Okay. Which we should clarify for our audience is is not something you normally say. <laughs> <laughs> that is that not w- something that I say. <laughs> no, that would be unusual. Uh, I've heard you say it a few times, but not what I. That's not what I say. <laughs> right, right. We don't want people to get confused. And I'm going to mark that down as slander. <laughs> Great. I'll expect a lawsuit later this week. Yep. Um, all right, right. Dive in right into that. Uh, urine field filled pool of Disney news. Yep. Yikes. Uh, none of this is gonna make it into the show. It definitely um, is. It it is. You and I okay. both know you're too lazy to edit it out. <laughs> That's true. Yep. All right. So let's start off in Disneyland. Um, with a somewhat small story, but uh, they are currently re as a part of their project Stardust. Um, they're they're enhancing the park to. Uh, it, to facilitate higher capacity crowds before Galaxy's Edge opens this Makes sense. summer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because ooh, wow, there's going to be a lot going on. You know, every person in North lot, America is going people. to be there. There's going to be a lot of people going on there. Um, so anyway, uh, what's happening on Main Street right now is especially near the front of Main Street, those sidewalks towards the front, right in front, uh, out front of the Emporium. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting uh, some changes to the curbs. They're Good. widening out uh, the the area that is the ramp, kind of, I guess, to walk up onto the curb. It's a very large area now. Um uh, just for uh, for greater accessibility, you know, there's a uh, there's a lot of strollers. There's a lot of uh, people that you know need ramps for accessibility reasons, and so they're trying to facilitate as much of that as possible. Uh, uh, otherwise, it was you know, it was kind of a bottleneck area for those the people that needed that. Yeah, uh, this is something that I maybe you know the answer to, or maybe this yeah. would be mm-hmm. something interesting to look into. Yeah, but I feel like when I'm in the parks. The um, amount of folks that I see in like um, wheelchairs or, or like mobility devices sure. is mm-hmm. like the population is much higher than what I see in like everyday life. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it is a factor of like this is a place where is more accessible than most places I go hmm. or if, you know, I, I wonder what I, that is. I'm going to bet it's a combination of different things. Yeah. Like sure it is, uh, it is, uh, more friendly, more accessible, uh, in several aspects. Uh, I'd also bet that since that is such a high walking activity, mm-hmm. um, you know, where you can easily rack up s- six to eight miles a day, yeah, people that you know normally would be fine, you know, walking into a coffee shop. Sure, uh, yeah, might your local need a little assistance shop. for the. Uh, days. Yeah, it might be extensive for. That, that eight makes miles. sense. Um, that's my bet, at least, and you know, just to, uh, to probably a number of other things. Anyway. Yeah, always good to see more accommodation happening. Yeah, uh, nice. moving on. 
this just happened this past week world of color finally returns this is the the return that was prophesied the Uh long return right the prince that was promised right the nine month uh after a nine month hiatus well nine months coincidence i don't know Mm -hmm. you tell me Mm -hmm. it's a baby it's yep world of color is a living child it's been rebooted it is no longer a show it is now a person you can go meet in the parks right um an infant an infant person (laughs) is just a kaleidoscope of a person right um yeah so this is the they took nine months to fire the the man that that dunked the the platform into the water without closing the door Mm -hmm. um and have reopened it uh it looks pretty much the same as when it went away they didn't you know what take the time to add any major enhancements the show Uh, is basically the same you watched a a stream of it right oh yeah i watched a live stream of it as it was as it was happening and i watched you watching the live stream of it Mm -hmm. i live streamed myself to you yeah which you know every brother brother's dream uh that's what i was thinking whenever i was doing it I wanted to make sure you knew what was going on. Anyway, it is uh, it is back. Maybe we'll get some added things now. I I was kind of hoping that they would add some new effect or or new technology to it. Something here's, just, here's an know, effect for you. When, it, it's it works. It works. That's what I'm thinking. Is they took that time because uh, I'm sure that it needed a general refurbishment as well. You know, replacing nozzles and and just cleaning it up. And so they probably t- took that time to do a good a good clean of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't really have time for, uh, or, or budget for another effect. Cause I mean, whenever you dunk your whole electrical system in the water, that's, that's taken up all your budget there. So anyway, it's back and that's exciting. Also a new feature that it has is, uh, harder to do that. Right. There's a, a warning, like some kind of sensor on the door. And if it is not closed, it will not lower into the water. I feel Something like there like should be like some kind of space station-esque airlock right. that they, they need to put in there. Like a double airlock. Yeah, kinda. where it's like, literally, you cannot do this. This can't happen. Right, right. Or like a grocery store freezer, um, the doors close and they lock you inside. Does that is that a true thing? As a kid, no. I was always terrified that, um, you know, There's like no at it's true. Costco Why would that or be true? Sam's. Someone told me this, and it was probably because I was a dumb kid. And they thought it would be funny, but they were like, if you go in there and the door closes, there's no handle on the inside. You can't get out. You're locked. Yeah, don't they normally mm. open out when you just push on it? I don't, I don't listen, David. Look, I'm sure people have gotten locked in freezers before. I feel like I've heard this story. I also, maybe it was like uh, part of that show, uh, what was like A Thousand Ways to Die or something on... Oh, I remember that show. What a morbid show. What a, Yeah, it was a morbid show. I feel like that happened on there, and maybe that's what sparked this. Yeah. Anyway. Um... Yeah, they should install one of those freezer doors on there so people get locked in and freeze to death. Why is it cold now? <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, that was a tangent. Hey, Downtown Disney, you remember that ESPN zone that closed for the new hotel? Uh, I the remember the idea of it, but uh, you would never have seen me set foot in that thing. <laughs> I remember uh, the concept I don't think of I ever it. went in there either. Yeah, the the concept of basketball is familiar in my head. The concept right. of sports, right? Why sports I said in general? It wasn't just basketball. Yeah. There's, so there's another basketball thing, right? Somewhere, somewhere has a basketball thing. Uh, somewhere in the world, there is 
Probably Isn't there an NBA experience played. somewhere? <laughs> Disney Springs, they're currently that's right. building okay. the NBA experience. That's what I'm thinking of. See, this is one of the, it's like, it's like that's not a pretzel flavor. So it was just <laughs> gone. There's the thing that you, uh, you can't, could not I just, care I about. I purged it. Couldn't care less about ESPN. Okay. Well, um, good news for you. It's not the yes. ESPN zone anymore. It's uh, getting a new exhibit space. Oh. Um, in uh, so like a it's going to be a separately ticketed thing outside of um you outs- you what is exhibit <laughs> space because how you've spelled it here you've spelled it in our notes like the the artist exhibit look so i initially spelled it the proper way so those listening should know that this happens often um as as I'm writing my show notes, these show notes, or as David is going through the show notes, we'll add things that never uh-huh. make it to air. They're just for us. Correct. And I originally had this spelled correctly, and then I was like, you know what would be fun if I spelled it like the artist, and I had to Google how to spell that. Yeah. I just want you to know. I, I appreciate like, the effort for the goof that probably nobody was going to know about, but now everybody knows about. Now everybody knows about. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. What yeah. What is the exhibit space? Well, it's it, going to be... It's just going to be rotating? Yeah, so... Um, cool. It's It's... Uh, just like the science spectrum. Uh... Yeah, David, why don't you explain what the science spectrum is? It's a, it's a children's museum sure, that yes. had exhibits rotating. There you go. Um, I was hoping you'd go longer... Why would I go longer? That's like this is like the third story of uh, eighteen, and uh, oh, we're, later we're gonna cover uh, Epcot and Hagrid's thingy. Look, uh, this I was is hoping you'd go longer so I could actually find the information. Oh, okay. Here, here we go. The Science Spectrum was a children's okay, museum Thank in you. Lubbock. I found it. Uh, you vamped enough um, <laughs> because me looking up how to spell exhibit, <laughs> I forgot to put the information in our notes. Okay, so what is what is going to be in this space? Okay, do you love art? I love art. Do you love taking photos? I don't love taking photos, but I like to see other people taking photos. This is a pop quiz, by the way, so you better get this right. Okay, okay uh, here we do go. Do you love Mickey Mouse? Yes. Okay, well, you got two out of three right. I love taking photos. Which means, okay, you got three out of three right. Yes! Um, we have something popping up just for you. This is a direct quote from the Disney Parks blog. Um, it's going to be an immersive experience celebrating 90 years of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Um, it's going to be a limited time thing, several different imaginatively Mm. themed rooms. Uh, it's going to have vivid displays inspired by all things Mickey Mouse. Cool. Um, it's basically going to be a whole building worth of, uh, selfie spots themed Mickey Mouse, which, you know, could be fun. You know what I would have liked to see in here instead? What? Um, and maybe they'll incorporate elements from this. I'm not sure. There's not a ton of information. Uh, you know that 90th Mickey art gallery thing that's going on in New York? Have you heard about this? I have. Yeah, it sounds super cool. Yeah, what if they just moved that to, to the ESPN zone, got the let the Disneyland guests take a gander at some of those neat art pieces? That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, who knows? There might be some some similar stuff going on in here. They only released one piece of concept art, which is just a, a Minnie Mouse bow-themed couch, which is not, you know, doesn't give us a whole lot of information. This will mm. be a separately 
ticketed event from Disneyland, by the way. So you'll have to get a ticket into this is what it sounds like. Sounds like a gas. Uh, sure. What's next? Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, give that I'm going to give that a uh, zero pretzels out of five. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to something that you might give some more pretzels for. Yes. Um, have you heard of, let's start off with another pop quiz. Because that Disney Parks blog article just got me in the mood, in the spirit. Let's do it. Um, have you heard of a, a little property called Star Wars? I have heard of Star Wars. Okay. Do you I enjoy it. like taking pictures? This I don't feel like this is... Do you love Mickey Mouse? <laughs> oh, I do love Mickey Mouse, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, do you like Disneyland? Uh, yeah, I like Disneyland pretty good. Okay, perfect. Well, um, Star Wars Galaxy's about Edge. it. I better like it. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, of course, will be coming to Disneyland in June. Um, so I mean, soon. it's pretty much already there, but it's going to be opening to the public in June. And we have some new information. Um, what was already probably kind of assumed, but now it's been confirmed, um, in that the cantina in Star Wars Land will lock you inside with your alcoholic beverages. That's fine. Yeah, uh, basically, you're going to be required to stay in there while consuming the alcohol, because as you may or may not know, Disneyland Park is an alcohol-free, the, the park proper is alcohol-free except for Club 33, um, unlike uh, its, its Walt Disney World cousin, the Magic Kingdom. Boozy Florida. Boozy Florida is what they is what they call it. Gonna get uh, turned in the magic um, where you can get kingdom. alcohol inside the dang castle. Inside for breakfast. Ding, Did you know that? You can go castle. in there with with all the princesses, have a uh, take down a few mimosas, and take get, down a few mimosas and get going with your day, man. Get going with your day with the princesses. It's a well. I was thinking like you'd you'd get take, going. Get a couple mimosas, hop right on mine train, and and you're you, then you're probably done for the day. That's you're, how I like to start my day and you're out. end it. And end it. Um, anyway, so uh, this is you know this is probably in an effort to keep the rest of the park uh, without those plastic cups full of alcohol um, that they they generally put alcohol in in other places where it is allowed. I'm gonna bet they're gonna do this. By serving in glassware. I have an update. Okay. Uh, my shirt is delivered that I ordered from the Tim Tracker, folks. Whoa! What did you get? Uh, it says butts, butts, butts on it. So <laughs> sh- shout out, shout out to the trackers. Here's the thing. Oh, I like great. supporting uh, people who do nice things, and yeah, I right. saw one of their videos that they had been sponsoring an animal enclosure at a at a, a like an exotic animal rescue in Orlando. Right. Uh and I thought, holy crap, I love that. I would like to support them and, and give them some money because I know they're doing good things with it. Mm-hmm. Um so hey, if you're enjoying some uh some some people's work, uh, support them. Wow. Good job, David. And what a great uh choice as far as the butts. Yep are concerned anyway my shirt's been delivered um that's neat now you all know oh a song <laughs> yep neat tangents 
Uh, I that's I I love more tangents. I I give the uh, I give the you're gonna get locked inside with the alcohol story. Uh, one one Mickey pretzel out of five. Look, I was so this is a fun look into our our podcasting. I was telling telling my girlfriend Audrey, uh, humble brag. All yeah, after uh, every episode, we go over some notes with each other as far as how the episode went, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. consistent note that has been there from the beginning from every episode of the podcast is we say to each other we should do more tangents we should do more tangents we should we should have less rails derail let's let's burn through some of these shows speaking of things we would love to derail Mm -hmm. go for it the skyliner oh my gosh we haven't gotten there yet but thank you for your enthusiasm did did i uh oh oh i skipped over one because it was it it just it looked like no pretzels to me uh it just is also not on a rail so Mm. uh star wars galaxy edge height requirements look i'm a tall boy and by tall boy i mean perfectly average human man but not everybody Uh, is a tall boy yeah but that's not that's not for everybody it's for me okie doke um we have some height requirements due to some uh some drops uh some quick drops in the yeah. the rise, rise of the resistance, resistance attraction. So there's going to be a yeah a swift drop. We're going to have a 40 inch height requirement, which some people were saying, ah, oh, dang, because they're hoping that that at least one of the rides was going to be for for kitties. For for you could take your little one on there. Yeah. You're small, and they're, uh, they're just going to have to grow up. Because it is, people were assuming since it is a dark ride, you know, it might be a, you just plop your kid down in there. Who cares how how tall they are? I mean, but that's that is kind of tall for a dark ride. We're gonna have a swift drop in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also another attraction that people. Uh, it does not seem like uh, will will be super accessible. Meaning, uh, both attractions, from what it looks like now, unless they come out with something else, it looks like both attractions you have to transfer into a ride vehicle. Um, there's not uh, certain ride vehicles that are accommodating to, to wheelchairs or mm-hmm. uh, whatever situation, um, which people are like, oh, I wish at least, you know, the dark ride, they would have had a car that uh, would be accommodating that. But it doesn't look like, as of right now, that will be happening. Um, we don't have a height for the Millennium Falcon attraction, uh, but... People are speculating that it's probably going to be similar to Star Tours, which is also a 40-inch uh, ride, ride, ride height requirement, if I'm remembering correctly. So anyway, uh, take take your smalls uh, into the cantina. Um, maybe I'm sorry, not I just thought of a terrible joke. Oh, no. I'm not going to say it. That's probably for the best. Warwick Davis. Sorry, bud. Oh my gosh, David! You did say it. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. Ah, Dang I feel it! Bad. Remember whenever we saw Warwick Davis? And let me say this about Warwick Davis. Yeah. Love that man. Okay. And you just he you just, just can't ride this ride. <laughs> oh my gosh! Calm down. Let's move. Oh, Go. I'm sorry. Say you do your bad transition to the Skyliner. Uh here's here's. Our audience is going to wish that I was in a Skyliner that went off the rails. Once again, they're not on rails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about the Skyliner. It is currently going through full capacity testing, which was what that means is 
uh, they have about 400 of these little gondolas on the wires right now, all all on there swinging around. And boy, there's some videos coming out about these things uh, where people have just taken videos of them, of testing mm-hmm. them. And they're going like 80 miles an hour. That it's, is a vast exaggeration. Have you seen these videos? I have seen the videos, but they're definitely not going 80. But they are going faster than they're probably going to go in I operation. think they might go that fast. They they are they're booking it. Um, I think they're, it might seem faster from the ground, mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in the station, don't you worry. They're gonna slow right on down, uh, giving you. I think someone estimated uh, or was you know looking at them go through the station, and you'll have about uh, forty five seconds to a minute to load or unload them. That's good. Um, which it I'm will super probably excited. be plenty of time. Uh, I'm super excited for the Skyliner. No, they look. Uh, it looks like a good time, and as fast as they go, uh, the hottest new thrill ride at Walt Disney World. Best attraction in the last thirty years. Yeah. So anyway, I'm pretty excited about this. I know David is. Yep. Uh, this that, is also I give the that, testing I give is that happening. Five, five pretzels out of five. The testing is happening. I should say uh, on specifically in the Hollywood Studios line. Right. The the um, whole all of them aren't aren't. Right. right some of them the stations are still you know they still have quite a bit of work i would say to do as far as uh, like the structures are built of course because they're they're testing but as far as thematic design work uh they, they still have some ways to go um speaking of hollywood studios this uh isn't gonna mean a whole lot but i thought it was kind of fun mm-hmm. uh the hollywood tower hotel excuse me the hollywood tower of terror is going to be going under refurbishment but fear not you'll still be able to ride it because of its ride system they can do one half of the ride at a time isn't that fun it might take a bit longer the line will be a bit longer but uh they're only going to refurbish one one side at a time which is kind of fun that they can is, do is this your your typical cleanup uh type of refurbishments making sure everything's tip top um, shape or do we know of anything that they're adding or yeah, I'm. I'm gonna assume it's just a uh, a refresher. I know there are some effects that are uh, showing some wear in that yeah. mm. uh, top scene where you actually move forward. Um, right. And so they'll they'll probably take some time to uh, adjust the lighting on those elements, projections, uh, whatever they need to do. Maybe uh, refresh the scene with with some new props or or adjust the props that they have in there now. Uh, which I think could be kind of cool. Uh, I don't know of any new effects that they're adding, but you know, a refresh is always welcomed. Refurbishments are good. Refurbi- refurbishments are great, but people hate them. Peep! Oh my gosh, there's so many people that are like, especially with the Disneyland Castle, which, yeah, it's the icon of the park, and you want to see it, but you also don't want that thing to fall apart. Right. You want to continue <laughs> to want to see it. Right, exactly. You don't get to the point where you're just like, uh, look at this like, broken ooh, piece of crap. Yikes, there's a hole in the roof. <laughs> right. Um, let's move on to something that it was probably the most exciting news of yes. the week. And that is our Epcot announcements. These were announced at the exact same time. I think it was like 10.04 a.m. and like 10.06 a.m between epcot disney announcing these epcot things and universal studios announcing their uh long-named hack red ride which we'll talk about here in a second yes we will it, it relates 
Um, it vaguely kind of relates. It, it relates in the sense that they were announced on the same tape, and I also have things to say about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a vanity um, project. I, I gotcha. Yes. So, first of all, they led, their, their thumbnail for this, the Disney Parks blog put out, is some concept art for the Play Pavilion. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a new Play which is uh, fine. We'll talk about that in a second. You said the concept they art is fine? Led they should have the concept art i think looks great but yeah. the uh the information we have about it is fine we don't have a whole lot um but they should have led with the concept art for the new entrance to epcot which uh ironically enough is pretty much the old entrance to epcot they're removing the leave legacy stones uh mm-hmm. moving those out to the parking lot so uh, I think they're just going to sporadically place them. You're going to have to avoid them as you're driving through, kind of like, <laughs> just, like a speed regulator. Like a Mario Kart level? <laughs> right. It's like right. dodging around it's gonna be weird towers. It's going to be very dangerous. Um, but they're removing those and looking bringing at their back names some planters. And one of the most exciting things uh, to come out of this is there is a fountain directly in front of Spaceship Earth. If you've been to Epcot, you might know of this fountain. Right now it's kind of flat. And it's a bunch of rocks is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. You may remember uh, several episodes ago, we talked about a woman that climbed into that fountain. Oh, yes. Oh, well, in this concept art and in the article, they mention a new fountain. And by new fountain, we mean an old fountain. They're bringing back the original fountain from Epcot. I mean, it'll probably, they're probably not, they don't have it in storage and they're bringing it back out. No, 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 they're reconstructing it probably. Reconstruct it. Yeah. Uh, But it has these uh, spires that uh, originally were these kind of clear plexiglass spires with the Epcot logo, the original Epcot Center logo on them, and they looked great. I never experienced them in person, but man, I wish I could because the photos look neat. Uh, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it just it looks very Epcot-y. It fits the theme. Um, as well in this concept art, we have a bunch of flags lining Spaceship Earth that have the original Epcot Center logo on it, which they've kind of shied away from except in merchandise. Right. Uh, they haven't used a whole lot in park branding, which is exciting to see that come back um, with, you know, really embracing that. Uh, I, I think I saw on Twitter uh, someone post kind of like an internal... Uh, design like logo for the project and it uses that original logo with some geodesic elements in it it makes me happy that they're there it looks like that's they're basing the project on kind of that original epcot uh theme and design uh it also looks like uh and this is just concept art but it looks like uh some trees might be removed from directly around spaceship earth to kind of give it that you know really grand silhouette um, I did see online a lot of people were looking in the background of the concept. They're like, it's behind Spaceship Earth. I don't see any of the interventions. Like, there's only one path. And I'm like, well, okay, maybe. Like, that yeah, maybe probably that not. means something. But also, that's not the point of the concept art. No, the like, concept why? art is to show this entrance area. Right. And the same thing, they're looking over at, like, the the energy pavilion and there's like that building is it looks different. And, like, oh, the world of motion in the background has a different color awning. I'm like, well, that's... Uh, yeah yeah that I, I, wouldn't. I wouldn't even put too much stock in this like the actual focus of the piece i think like I, put put like the design yes 
the concept, yes, that's what is concept art, but there's probably going to be even different from what we're seeing here. Right. I bet like that center planner is not going to have trees in it. Um, Maybe. That's my guess. Uh, because that right in front of that planner is a, a big photo pass spot. Yeah. And now you get to have a photo with trees in it. Instead of Spaceship Earth? I love trees. Okay. Neat. I um, love Arbor Day. Oh, okay. Cool. It's my favorite holiday. Neat. Good for you. Said nobody. Anyway. Anyway, um, I also have a theory about concept art because uh, it's daytime. It looks uh, to be, yep, the sun's coming up from the east, so it's morning. Um, oh, boy, you have put a lot of thought into this. Okay. Well, wow. it, it is. I mean, the sun is coming up from the east. I got, yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, but I have a theory about concept art, and the more daytime it is in the concept art, the closer it is to finalized. Oh, interesting. Because, I don't know if you remember, like, a year or two ago. Yeah, we saw the, like, fuzziest, haziest, (laughs) like, abstract art. Yeah. With, like, all these, like, bubbles everywhere. Like, who knows what's going on? It looked awesome when you looked at it, and then you zoomed in on it, and you're like, none of these are things. None of these are just circles. This is nothing. There's no way they could be structures. Which, like, is fair. It evoked the concept of what they were going for. Sure. But it was very, it was nighttime. There was a lot of flares going on. You can't really tell what's going on. Uh, and I think that's, that's see, it was nighttime in that concept art. So obviously yeah. not final. Speaking of, in the next bit of concept art, for the play pavilion, it's dark in there. And there's a lot of crazy lines and holograms going on. So I feel like don't put too much stock in how this is going to look, right? I think this is one-to-one. Okay. There is going to be a sentient Nick Wilde actual manifestation from Zootopia as well as walking around is that aurora back there i can't tell uh where yeah that looks like that looks like aurora and okay. we've also got a mickey mouse and we got a mickey it mouse looks like is that a vanellope where's the way way in the back in the straight back in front of the let's play there's definitely a character back there i can't tell exactly Ooh, who it is i don't know who that is uh we've also got tinkerbell flying mm-hmm. around tinkerbell's flying around we got a kid with a buzz Lightyear toy Oh, Olaf is uh, holding somebody's hand. Oh shoot! Yeah, Olaf is holding somebody's little, hand. Little Olaf. Yeah. Um. So, so all what, kinds of characters. What the heck is this, and where is it going? Okay, so this is going to be replacing the Wonders of Life Pavilion. In if uh, you don't know what the Wonders of Life Pavilion is, that means you may not have visited the park uh, before, like twelve years ago, um, yeah. because that's how long it has been closed. Mm-hmm. Essentially, they open it up for festivals. Uh, right. So if it's you've like been to the an, food like and wine festival, uh, you can go in there and watch people taste wine or eat cheese or something. Or you could also do those things. You don't have to just watch people oh. do it. Huh. Whenever I went in there, I just watched people do it. <laughs> that's, a, that's weird. That's a weird thing you Interesting. did. Anyway, um, that's what that has been used for. Uh, it used to be home to an attraction similar to Star Tours. Used the same ride... Uh, uh, mechanism as star uh-huh. tours called body wars and then of course what we've talked about on the show before the infinite infamous now buzzy animatronic oh boy. which may or may not have been stolen um save buzzy is, save buzzy uh is is was there there was a theater there so they have some spaces back there for uh possibly new new attractions or shows um and uh, they're going to redo, because it's a dome structure, the main part of it is kind of just an open dome. They're going to redo that to be a futuristic city. 
is what this says. Yes. Um, devoted to playful fun and uh, yeah, that's that's what those are the words that they use. Devoted to playful fun. It's going to be uh, part of interactive experiences, your favorite Disney characters, hands-on activities, and engaging entertainment, which kind of makes me feel like there might be a show in there, maybe. Probably. I mean, they do have a, they do have a, I mean, a couple of these buildings, which presumably right, won't actually instead Right, these buildings that facades. looks like they have entrances. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's um, one labeled cinema, one labeled let's play, and one labeled right. hotel. Those, to me, are the prime candidates that for things that might have things in them, maybe. And, and here's um, what, it's kind of got a, uh, like a Ralph Breaks the Internet kind of vibe. There's a, a little kind bit, of Disney's yeah. themed emojis going on everywhere. Yeah. Um, and a very like you know phone. It looks like the inside of a phone, uh, almost with some of these these. App sure, kind of anthropomorphized, personified, right, right. imagining of something that would be like oh, like then Ralph breaks the internet. Right. Um. So here's my question. Yes, sir. You yes. are yes. a weirdo. Okay. Like me. Uh huh. Who takes Epcot very seriously. Right. Um. As are a lot of people out there. Yes. And there's been a growing fear uh-huh. by weirdos, yes, like us. Okay, <laughs> that Disney, in its reimagining and its evolution and its in its continuing updating of Epcot through the years, are going to continue to destroy what we love about Epcot and make it into something that it's not, and turn it into a, a horrible, uh, you know, something that would spit in our faces into right. into into Walt's eye. Well, uh, uh, what just, do you think of this? Let me just say that uh, if you wanted to get spit in the face by Epcot, you could have done that from the beginning at the jumping fountains outside of the Imagination Pavilion. I loved those. It shot me in the face, and it uh, made me very <laughs> They're wet. so cool. They're anyway, the um, <laughs> uh, I here's my opinion on this, because I've seen a lot about this, especially even about this play pavilion online. People are like, Oh my gosh, we're losing so much in the Wonders of Life Pavilion. How could they replace Wait, it? What? Here's the thing. Yeah, what are they afraid of this. losing? That's what. Well, that's my argument. It's been gutted for like, you know, twelve years. There's nothing redeemable left in that building, and it seems like some of these people would rather just have this empty shell right, sitting to in remind Epcot, them of the old thing. Right. Instead of something new. This, in particular, you remember Innoventions uh, whenever we were younger. Uh, it's mm. yeah. uh, it, they've closed a lot of it down right. for different reasons uh, over the years but this reminds me of that concept in you know 2019 2020 whenever this is going to open that's yeah. that's what this is uh, did, did which, you like Innoventions? I think as a kid I did here's the thing that I there was never... a couple things like there's a sum of all thrills thing sure right the, the thing about Innoventions that I never liked yeah as far back as I can remember, um, I I feel like Innoventions. The idea of it was to be kind of like this hands-on children's museum type of place, right? Interactables, and you know, it's like a learning environment. Also, it's it's like it's edutainment, right? Right. But I feel like where uh, like well-designed um, children's museums that have these types of interactable things, it's very clear what you're supposed to be doing. It's very clear yeah. what you're supposed to be learning. Uh, it's very clear why those things are there, the good exhibits. And right. I feel like anytime I was in Innoventions, uh, a lot of the things I couldn't figure out, like, what am I supposed to be doing with this? Okay. What am I supposed to be 
you know, what's the fun here? What's the education part of this? What am I learning? Mm. It, like, I feel like it, a lot of the things that they used to have in there would miss that for me. So it became a very unmemorable experience as a kid who loved, 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 loved those those types of environments. I loved those hands-on and type think, of things, uh, and I never got that from Interventions as a kid. I, I, I just never felt be, that way. I think that might be one of, the pro- one of the problems with what it was and why a lot of it has closed right. down now is because people are kind of confused by it. You didn't get connected um, with it at all. But I think maybe uh, if they can design this area in mm-hmm. such a way that it is engaging uh, and celebrates play, because uh, I saw someone post on Twitter uh, about this, it's about the place. educational, I know, about the educational value of play and how this mm-hmm. can fit into the edu- edutainment yeah. um, concept of Epcot, um, because play is an important part of Absolutely. childhood it's education. How you discover up. the world. Um, so, and this could be something that's that's pretty special, uh, as far as that goes. I think it's certainly better than an empty shell of an old, uh, blood, uh, simulator. That's what it was. It mm-hmm. was a blood simulator. It simulated <laughs> well, blood. Well, you go through and you shake around in some, you know, very early 3D animation. Uh-huh. Um, anyway... Uh, so I think this is, I'm pretty excited for it. On the top of one of the buildings, I just want to point out. This is your favorite thing. This is my favorite thing about this concept art. It gives me hope. And I noticed right to the right of it. Anyway, um, so on top (laughs) of the, one of these buildings in what looks like a hologram, uh, it says the word Wedway. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. W-E-D-W-A-Y. Which, if you're up on the Disney knowledge, you may know that... The Wedway, or the People Mover. <gasps> wow, that harkens back to to like the the origins of uh, of some of the parks before Disney World was created. Right. To, well, kind of back in like, the 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 early ideas of Epcot as as a city. Exactly. They were they were gonna have Wedway People Movers going around. Right. Hey, this is a fun fact. Uh, if you want to ride uh, the only Wedway People Mover ever actually sold because you can ride the uh the tta tomorrowland transit authority right people well, mover in to set the stage a little bit wedway it was supposed to be a, a standalone a, a like a, a transportation a, a transportation system for cities right like it might um, be installed in a downtown and you would take it around right uh the city uh, center a proof of concept was the 1964 world's fair as well right. as disneyland and disney world uh you you well the disney world one not so much because that was put in well after anyway um the only one that was ever actually sold and is still in use today is at the houston texas airport outside of the security uh use it to get around the airport it's a subway system and uh, sold by wed and wed comes from Mm -hmm. walter elias disney that's right that's what that means. The anyway, that got me excited. Know. And just uh, just to the right of it, I noticed like up on a platform, there's a structure that resembles kind of the general idea of what the Horizons building looked right. like. Kind of a flying saucer looking thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is which could be kind of a fun nod. Anyway, I'm excited about this. And if this is kind of a replacement for interventions, that would support the idea that was evoked by that, like we said, that concept art that was not very clear at all that they're going to just get rid of those buildings right for further future world enhancement 
Right. I and love I think that. That could be fair. And I love this. I I I told you uh, mm-hmm. in a text message when this news broke that I think that this. Um, for me is the is the is a signal I'm hoping that mm. they understand what Epcot is and that they're right. not leaving it behind but also like they're also not leaving behind the idea of integrating more of their Disney properties into Epcot and what I hope that this says is that there's a way we can do both right there's a way that we can have the things and the characters that you love but also have a place that is celebratory of the things that Epcot always stood for and uh, and that means like uh, you know sentient snowmen walking around holding your hand. Heck yeah, love sentience. Yeah, so I, um, I, I'm excited to see what this turns into. I think it's a great idea. It tells me that they're hopefully going in a direction that I I really appreciate. Yeah, I I think it could be interesting. Uh, it also kind of reminds me of uh, what they're doing over at the Imagination Pavilion. Have you seen this? The Wreck It Ralph meet and greet. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I saw it about five minutes ago when you sent it to me. Oh, cool. Did you see the video? Nope. Uh, it's. I'm gonna cool. click on it now. Clicking the video. Cool. Oh my god! Uh, pictures are loading and the video is scrolling down. It's avoiding my mouse. I can't find it. <laughs> there it is. Oh my god! It's two minutes twenty-one seconds. Well, skip. It's around. so loud. Holy smokes! <laughs> my, my dude. Uh, skip around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> it's it's got some cool light effects and there's a little Yay. tunnel there and they oh, they come it. out. Have you seen Ralph Breaks the Internet? You saw it, right? Oh yeah, no. I love Ralph Breaks yeah, the Internet. Yeah, it's like they're coming out of the internet. It's kind of fun. Anyway, yeah. um, this is kind of interesting to me because this is put on as like a uh, internet showcase expo by the Imagination uh, Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, there because that, that's what the pavilion is themed after the imagination institute uh which i think could be you know i'm glad they're incorporating it into the imagination institute uh kind of what was it what was that word imagination institute imagination look david it, you know what yeah i love vanellope mm-hmm. vanellope is the best okay that's all <laughs> oh okay put vanellope in more things sure Sure. Inaugurate her as a Disney princess. Oh, yeah, I think so. Vanellope von Schweetz shall reign forever. Oh, wow, okay. Sure. Anyway, uh, this this has me excited. Hopefully they're, uh, this will uh, is a sign, at least, that they're going to give some care to that Imagination Pavilion. Because wouldn't it be neat if If they... that Imagination Pavilion was anything? If it was... If they did something with that. If the Imagination Pavilion was literally anything... Yeah, I know. So here's the thing. Uh, this is a tangent. Uh, I know there's been rumors for years about what they w- could replace Journey into Imagination with Figment uh, with. And, you know, people a, have said... A in, journey into Imagination with Figment, but better. Right. People have, you know, theorized inside out and... Good you choice. Know, at, at a certain point, I was like, yeah, you know what? Anything will be better than, than Figment. L- literally anything. Yeah. But here's also the thing. I like Figment. Yeah. Figment's I like, good. I like that character and I want He's a good boy. I want I want our good boy Figment to stick around. I want a good boy Figment. Good Here's boy the Figment. thing about Figment. Right. He's great. 
He's great. Here's Super also the thing about Fitbit. merchandise. Yeah, what? Yes, that's what I was going to say. I feel like in the last couple of years, we have seen an upswing in Epcot leaning into Figment as a mascot and as a merchandise seller. And what I'm hoping that means, and I've said this before, I hope that means that they are looking at that and going, hey, this guy's important. Heck yeah. This guy has got imagination. Heck yeah. He got imagination. We're imagineers. Mm-hmm. Let's give him what he deserves and that is a ride that is not butts. <laughs> yeah. Because that ride is terrible. The most exciting time I think either of us have had on that ride was when it broke down. And that was when mm-hmm. you got evacuated off of it. I got evacuated off of it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It, that's uh, The ride should not be at its peak enjoyment when it breaks. Um, I rode through it a full time on my last trip. You went out of breaking down. Uh, well, I didn't realize it's pretty short. <laughs> it's a short ride. It it's super weird. Off. Here's the thing about the uh, tangent on a tangent. Yeah. Here's the thing about Figment, that ride, which I think is the number one thing that bugs me about it, which is one, it's kind of annoying. Two, the effects aren't very good. Um, the set design is is kind of seems kind of lazy. But the thing that I don't like the most about it that is kind of intangible for me, and tell me if you agree, is the rooms feel big and empty. They feel weird. They don't feel Mm. like your normal dark ride that's packed with things to look at. And you feel like you're going through an experience in a new new place. Perhaps you notice too much of the walls of the actual room. I feel like I can see the enclosure that this is in. I feel like when I'm in this, I'm in a ride. I feel like like I'm I'm in a circus ride or something. It doesn't feel right. I I can see where you're saying that. I think a lot of that does stem to just the fact that uh, it, it hasn't gotten the money thrown towards it that it deserves to to keep up because you know with other rides feels bad, uh, other attractions they'll you know design it and as things start to get dated they'll they'll put a refurbishment on there to add a different effect or spruce up an effect or you know do something add a new projection somewhere you know uh and that this attraction just hasn't had that so it is does feel a bit more dated um let's talk about the other announcement that happened on the same day as that got one and that is the uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yep, just Hogsmeade, down the road. Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Oh, gosh. Um, here's a problem that I have with this. One, they released an image, and that's what we got. Uh, <laughs> I love this as image. As far as information, and I have a lot of problems with this. We'll get into it in a second. Okay. Um, my first one being Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Here's what I'm gonna say about this. You know, I I have a I have a thing about names of attractions. Yeah. Um. Uh. The. This is tr- attraction has too many words. Yeah, which be, word would you take out? Here's okay. Take What's out magical creatures. Take out magical creatures. So I think that that's gonna motorbike be Motorbike adventure. Because here's the thing. You think of Hagrid, and you're like. Heck yeah, magical creatures. He's Maybe. the guy that has all the magical creatures. I'm going to go on a motorbike adventure with him. So I was thinking about this. Yeah, uh-huh. Go for it. This tells me, and Harry Potter names have always been very wordy. Okay. It's it's a very, very wordy things. Yeah. Uh, they always like to have lots of words. Bing yeah. books, they're full of them. Mm, okay. uh, this tells me many things that I want to know about this ride. Here's the thing, though. It's Hagrid. Um, I love Hagrid. There's a... Two, magical creatures. I'm going to get some animatronics. I love magical creatures. Sure. Three, 
it's got the motorbike. That seems fun, I guess. And uh, adventure, that's the word that I don't need. But you gotta cap it off with something. Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. You need the word adventure because it's gotta be a thing. Look, you know, uh, you need, just you need get rid now. of it all. Just, you know what? All you need, the only word you need here is because whenever you think of Hagrid, what are the top things you think of? Hair. Okay. And giant. Okay. And lovable. Okay. <laughs> Number, well, that's one through three. Well, you also think of magical creatures and you think of oh, this yeah, I guess. Okay. cool motorcycle. So m- here's a new argument. Uh, you're leaning into keeping as many words as possible. I'm going to lean words. into taking out as many words as possible. Uh, I don't think you need any of it anymore. Just call no it words. Hagrid. <laughs> Let's go ride Hagrid. Exactly. All right. <laughs> We're going to do that. Um, uh, yeah. This this uh, being the main competition for uh, Walt Disney World down there in Florida. Um, right. They've been building this. Uh, and the construction's been coming along pretty nicely. Been looking at all the buildings going up. This looks to be yeah. like a pretty cool ride. I think the yeah. concept is cool. Um uh, Universal, in terms of their thrill rides, has always leaned more roller coastery, right. um, thrilly than, than than Disney usually has. When Disney has a thrill ride, it's typically something like your uh, flight of passage mm-hmm. type of thing. Uh, but I think the concept for this roller coaster is cool because I was honestly kind of bored by the idea of a Harry Potter roller coaster. I wish the real estate would have been towards something else, more innovative, because they already have a Harry Potter roller coaster. It's Flight of the Hippogriff. Um, so I don't want another one. Uh, but I see. the idea of having you ride either on the motor motorbike, um, seat or the sidecar seat is cool. Mm, uh, this is where my problems lie. Okay. What's, what's your Here's the thing. Here's this concept art tells me that we are going to have two different, uh, rider systems on the same car. train or in the same car right so the right side will be kind of a uh straddle mount system right. i'm uh, assuming something somewhat like similar to tron tron right right some kind of system that works like that and then the sidecar it looks more uh, like a typical roller coaster you sit down in a seat and probably have it like a seat belt or a lap bar or whatever for, for sure um here's my problem what's your problem I have a few. Oh my god. Okay. How are we gonna load this thing, right? You just you you put that you looks, walk walk people on it. Uh, th- that looks that sounds terribly inefficient because some people are gonna have to climb over and start. You're gonna have to tell people, uh, here's how you load this side. Here's how you load this side. Don't get them confused. Maybe here's the safety systems. And then people maybe, have said, what if there's two different lines? That's what I'm saying. What you if there's split? two different lines? Okay. Now you're riding next to a stranger because you can't line that up. What if the no? If, what if you're with the people, and then uh-huh. in a in a small area, like a small loading area, you have you can have your groups. You stand up one, two, uh-huh. right, right by your partner that you're going to go on the ride with. Me and you. Let's say I'm number one, you're number two, because right. that's uh-huh. come on. Uh, and we're in like a little preloading area, and then we walk on either side of the thing, mm-hmm. and go to our respective cars. And they're okay. only loading one side that is the, the bike and one side okay. that is the sidecar. Okay. Uh, new new question. Uh-oh. Who's getting the bike? Me. I'm number one. Yeah, that's exactly my problem. No way in the world anyone's going to ride in the sidecar. You want to sure be Hagrid. I, I don't want to be... First of all, I don't want to be Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's you, get that right. Uh, you, you, I don't want to be haggard. No, you uh, want to ride on the motorcycle side. No one's gonna want to ride. They're just gonna run a bunch of empty cars on the left side. I don't think so. I I think I think there's a problem. And then, okay, but I I heard like what if uh, what if the left side's a lower height requirement, right? Hmm. I like that. that. But then. Uh, look at you. You're on a motorbike. You're all the adults are gonna be on the motorbike side because that's a cooler side. Riding next to a bunch of strangers' children. I'm okay with that. Oh, that's weird. It's not weird. I've ridden next to strangers' children all the time at, at parks. I ride the single rider line or, Calm or whatever. Okay, I'm not excited about it. It's just something that's happened that I'm not afraid of. Look, I'm just saying. I have a lot of logistical problems. It seems like it's gonna be difficult. I have a feeling. Because here's another thing. That theme park guests are largely stupid. I thought you were going to say theme park guests are large. <laughs> <laughs> and I was not going to disagree with you. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a large population that just, they don't, a lot of people just don't seem to get it. And this, you're going to have to, Leinstein's going to have to move over to this attraction. Hey, you remember Leinstein? I love Leinstein. He's yeah. going to have to figure out the logistics of this cuz this seems like a nightmare to try and figure out. Especially people splitting off cuz then you have to you have to get them to decide and pair up. And people don't, don't like deciding on things. Like, "All right, do you want to be in the motorcycle or the sidecar?" And then you get up there and they they haven't decided yet and the train's about to leave. And Look, we already deal with this in things like Soren or whatever. When you got to decide who's sitting in the middle, who's sitting on the edges, are you sitting you on the... You absolutely don't, because that's another thing that people have to decide. You get up there and they that's... say, you're in B, uh, yeah. you know, one. What if they do the same thing? Oh, well, then I'm going to be unhappy. Well, that's that's just your problem. Like, ah, put me on a sidecar. Yeah. Nah. And then I'm going to go up there and every time I'm going to get the sidecar, I'm never going to get the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And it's going to suck. <laughs> Sucks being number two. Okay. Well, anyway, that's all my problems with that. And that was your Harry Potter Minute. That was my Harry Potter Minute. Uh, this is a fun thing that I didn't know about, uh, and I just wanted to share it. It has no relation to really anything. Did you know that Disney is allowed to build a nuclear reactor in Orlando? I didn't know that, but they should do it. Due to a uh, 1967 deal... Um, they're, they're allowed to do that. Um, although lawmakers right now are going over that deal and being like, ah, how do we get rid of this? Cause that I don't seems think Disney's like going to use it. Well, no, Disney's not going to build a nuclear reactor, they're, but they're they putting should. a lot of money into, uh, into more they renewable should. energy, which is a good. Yeah. Nuclear is one on. of the best energy sources. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I thought that was fun that they do that. Let's go on to uh, a bit of rumor news real quick. We don't have a ton of time left in the show, but I just wanted to uh, cover this. Have you heard this rumor? That uh, I haven't, not till today. That new Beauty and the Beast ride um, coming to Tokyo Disney looks, looks amazing. Incredible. Yeah, go look, uh, go look at videos. Great audio fantastic. animatronics. Um, well, the rumor is that it is coming to Disneyland, and currently one of the rumors is that they will gut Snow White, Scary Adventure, and Pinocchio to put this in there. What do you think about something like that? Um, my thoughts are split. I yeah. really like Snow White, Scary Adventure. It feels super classic to me while still right. being really fun. Um, I would be really, really sad to have that be an attraction that leaves because I think it still has a place. Yeah. Um, I don't love Pinocchio. I think Pinocchio is a f it's fine. Hmm. Um, okay. 
you know, it's not high on my list of, of attractions I would mm. want to hold on to. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. Mm, um, okay. And I, I think Pinocchio is one that I would say, hey, this new Beauty and the Beast ride looks really cool. I would give up Pinocchio to get the Beauty and the Beast ride. I don't know if I say that about Snow White. Um, so I think it's uh, it would be a great idea to get the Beauty and the Beast ride. Yeah, uh, my absolutely. Where I would suggest it, and I, I have no idea about the uh, area, logistics, room, physical mm-hmm. space uh, they would need for this. Um, but if they could kind of kind of squeeze it in where the old like motorboat area was mm. kind of near uh almost utopia yeah 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 and maybe if they could shorten that track a little bit um just, yeah uh if they could squeeze it in there that would be great uh, yeah. um here's also a concern about this rumor which i i why i really doubt it i don't think there's enough room and e- if you even took out both of those rides yeah um Another thing, those buildings have been kind of grandfathered in to some some safety regulations. Because right. if you have an attraction that uh, stays open, like if it doesn't stay closed for a certain amount of time, you don't really have to update it to the new the new safety well, laws. That's not right? great. Uh, um, <laughs> well, you know, that's not great. Anyway, and I feel like that would be a that'd be a problem. That then some hurdles they'd have to jump through to, as far as. I don't know if they'd have to raise the the structure's height. Uh, I don't know. It seems like a lot of work. Uh, more work than just building a thing. I think that Beauty Almost. and the Beast ride looks great, and I want it. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. Anyway, uh, that's our show. That's what I wanted to talk about in episode 54 of Kingdom to Kingdom. You can send us your comments, corrections, and complaints to kingdom to kingdom pod at gmail.com or send us uh, send us those on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at K2K Podcast. Uh, that's right. And uh, you know what? I, I I've been saying this every week. Uh, yeah. And I'm gonna I'm using this is like the secret. I'm putting this out mm-hmm. on on in the world in hopes that it will uh, help me. Someone will keep you accountable. Help me make it true. But I really want please. <laughs> email or tweet yes. david i really really want to put in the work to bring back foolish mortals and get that back to a, a series regular uh show yeah. i have a lot of fun doing it uh it's just about finding the time to do it and i have the time to do it i should just do it so that's why i'm saying right. it here i'm a human hmm, i am yeah. but a man i need i need motivation okay. just like anybody else yeah. you know i okay. need to i need to i need to, to get the get the ball rolling yeah, we sure. We started uh, hosting our regular Dungeons & Dragons uh, game here at my, my house now, so I've been cooking for right. it. And and that's been a good motivator to, to kind of get stuff done. But we still haven't brought it back. No, that's what I'm saying. I know. I need to... I need to maybe I need to do something to get me right. get me, get me in, the, in, the, in the space for it. Because it takes a lot of writing. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So you sit down and do it. Okay. Anyway, that's... You know, thanks for being my therapist, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, glad we could all be here Thanks for, for that. Thanks for being there for me. Yep. Anyway, uh, with that, I'm Jacob. I'm David. This was Kingdom to Kingdom. Kingdom.